everybody. Welcome to this week's wonderful episode of Cinespection. I'm John, and this is, of course, the wonderful, whatever side he's on, mm-hmm. Gabe. Uh, and this, this one. Yeah. This one? That one. Whatever. That one. So this week we're here to talk about two amazing movies. Uh, I think I was we can just call gonna them say, that. Wait, wait, wait. Before we say that, most people, okay, we acknowledge the elephant in the room. Uh, most people are talking about Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Yeah, that's true. But that is not what we do here. <laughs> we do the opposite of what everybody else wants us to. See, yeah. Guys, this, this is how we get all the views, right? Yeah. By talking about movies from the early 2000s that no one really cares about anymore. Late 90s, early 2000s. Um, I don't even know if we care about these two. Uh, I know we had Dives coming who cares about one of these, but he just texted he won't be able to make it. So Dives will do our best best to make you proud. Um, but, but um, I mean, look, Shang-Chi was great. Go watch it. Yeah, go watch it. Not, That's all we're going to say. Perfect. Like, I mean, here's the thing. movie, but it's not, it's not as good as they say it is, but it's not as bad as... Gabe reviewed it with uh, Ryan. Uh, I did. Go listen to that. I retweeted it. If you want to go listen to that, go right ahead. We just figured that there's so much good publicity around it, like we don't need to sit here and talk about it for like... Yeah, and also, you know, like you start getting into the nitpicks. Like when it's a good movie like that, it just came out. Like it, most of the criticisms feel like we're nitpicks and it's just like, we don't want to do that, yeah. right? That's so, um, yeah, it's not what we do. So... I think in this case, uh, what's up, Luke? Uh, good to see you. Um, so uh, in this case, we're just going to go with two like, random movies. So I, I, I had said we should start with the tuxedo, but since Dive has confirmed that, Dive has confirmed that he, um, he won't be here at all. So let's just do the order in the title of the video, which is right. my favorite thing. <laughs> so, um, so can't hardly wait, right? So uh, why don't you leave this one, John? But first, yeah. of all, like, what is this movie? Because I love it when you try to describe the plot and you just like you I do just, a terrible job. I, I that's my favorite thing. <laughs> I, I love doing it. It bothers you so much. I love it even more. <laughs> so can't hardly wait is about a bunch of teenagers who go to a party, and the entire party is the plot of the movie. Um, and these teenagers are all like. It's your stereotypical teenagers, right? So the jock, the nerd that gets picked on, the like hopeless romantic, the like his best friend who's a girl who just doesn't seem to care about anything, right? Like they're all stereotypical things. Um, that one, the best friend who's a girl, kind of like, well, I mean, we'll get to it, but this is. Yeah, I, I want to talk about that later yeah. because <laughs> that was something that I didn't expect in this movie because I called the plot point uh, and yeah. then. And then I was like wrong, which I'm not usually wrong when I call a plot point. Uh, and we'll talk about that <laughs> later on with Ted Lasso because I'm going to rub yeah. it in everybody's face. But uh, yeah, so that's the plot of the movie. They all go to this party and this dude is like lusting after this girl for all of high school. And she's a cheerleader and the prom queen. And and, and that girl is Jennifer Love. And that girl is Jennifer Love. <laughs> a very young I had to double check that she's like 20 years old when this movie came out. So she's very young. young. Yeah. Um, so what a, did, what I, did I nail the plot? Guy. Uh, I mean, yeah, because there is no plot in this movie. It's, it's just yeah. a, it's just a movie. It's it's basically. Did you ever see Project X? Yes, it is Project X. I was gonna say if you'd seen that. It's, yeah, it's Project X, but Project X is like disgusting and annoying, and this one has. 
I think I think the characters have some range. We'll get into that a bit more. I mean, but but I mean, Project X is just like super bad. This counts super bad with a pretty okay soundtrack, but it doesn't have anything uh, beyond that. And I think here they have a bit more of characters. I mean, like look for example, like the main guy. Um, I found him to be incredibly unlikable. Oh, he's horrible. He's horrible. He's he's terrible. He's, he's horrible. Like, you like you're you have this like the 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 prettiest girl in school, Jennifer Love Hewitt. And like then you have this guy who's not like worthy of her ever. And the whole point of the movie is like just dismissed because he's like lusting after her just like every other guy has. Yeah. Like it, he, it makes he no sense. Her- he met spoilers, her outside by the of way. school. Spoilers. Yeah, I mean, you're not gonna watch this, but yeah, spoilers. I mean, he met her outside of school one day, right? And John, you're the expert in yeah. uh, the the plot. But spoilers about Can't Hardly Wait, 1998, 23 year old movie. So you're not missing out. Um, yes, everybody is drooling for this lady, um, but he is like the one we follow for some reason. Yeah, I mean he he's unlikable. He's not attractive. I know that sounds weird, but like you would expect him to be like a little bit more attractive if he's going to get this cheerleader. Um, well, that's yes, but that's 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 something that the movie can't really make up its mind on because I couldn't tell if he was supposed to be in the nerd crew or he was supposed to be popular because I think he was supposed to be, to be ambiguous. Everybody knew right. him though. And that's the everybody, thing. Exactly. Everybody he knew seemed him. To be, everybody was drawn to him. Everybody was like, Hey, what's up? What's his name? Whatever his yeah. name was. Peyton, Peyton, something uh, like that. Uh, something like that. But everybody seems to be drawn to this guy. Um, I don't get why. So he's not a nerd, even though he acts like a moron and he seems to only have one friend. Yeah. And then, and then, he keeps going after Jennifer Love Hewitt. That's the Preston. first story. Yeah, Preston. 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 See, I wasn't that far. Preston, no, which yeah. is not a main guy name ever. You don't go. You know, you don't call the main guy. You know, you call the main guy Jack. You know, Jim. Yeah, Mike. You know, stuff like I mean, Mike, Mike was exactly. the other character. Um, who was Mike? Was that the um, the main bad guy? Right, like the bad guy, the jock who. Uh, it's the jock in the movie. That's the jock, yeah, 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 yeah. That guy who I thought was the guy from um, the Britney Spears video for Toxic. <laughs> Remember that video <laughs> that she makes out with a guy in the play? I thought that yeah. was him. It look, he looks just like him, though. It's not him. I, lo- I have to look it up. It's not him. Um, <laughs> so that's Mike. Yeah, he's the bully. But bullies, you call br- bullies like Brad or Chad. Chad. Chet, Chad. Or yeah. Chet. We had this conversation years yeah. ago. Chet, Brad, Kyle, you know, that's, yeah, that's Kyle. a bully name. Whoever picked the names for this movie just wasn't doing their homework. <laughs> um, and then, okay, so that's one story. Then the other story is uh, Seth Green. Yeah. Who has, is supposed to be funny for us, something that we cannot disclose here yeah. today. But let's just say he has... This movie was made in 1998. It is very clear that this movie was made in 1998. The jokes that he does feel like they were made in 1958. Yeah, it was really bad. It was really bad. I mean, he... he, um, 
let's just say he has an identity crisis. He believes yeah. something that he is not. Um, let's just say that I don't want to. I don't get yeah, into don't it, but, don't get into it. Yeah, but let's not. But 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 um, but he's Seth Green, and I know John, you hate him. I don't know why, but but God, did you see him in this movie? He was horrible. he was great. He was great he was, in the movie. You know why he was so great? Because you hate him the entire movie. I didn't hate him. Oh, I, mean, I hated him so I mean, much. I hated him. Of course, you don't like what he's doing. I mean, yeah. Just, but like forgetting about the 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 so social political whatever implication of what he's doing yeah like he's still seth green and i've always find him like a very likable guy um so he's trying to get a girl because everybody is in this film i mean wait like before we go over the stories i made a list here john you can see it in the script i really yeah, wanted yeah. to say this okay so this movie for some reason has a collection of people from the 90s and early 2000s then you're like oh yeah that guy you know you don't remember exactly where they're from. You have to look this up. You had to IMDb. look it up. I had to look up many. Well, no, I think most of these I knew. Like, oh yeah, that guy from that thing. But they were they're not famous. They're just like, oh, I know you. A couple of them are actually famous, but the others are just kind of like, oh yeah, I've seen you somewhere. And they were had like their five ten minutes of fame. You know, yeah. probably right after this film, a few years. Okay, well, let's just go over. The first one, the one that surprised me the most, is Charles Cosmo, or Co Co Cosmo. Um, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. If you don't know him, he's the guy who plays uh, Robin Williams's oldest son in Hook. Remember? <laughs> he has two children. One's you know, boy, honestly, one's he was my favorite, probably my favorite character in the movie, to be completely honest. But, well, but we'll get, we're going to the yeah. characters. I just want to give the list of people who are in this movie. So, Charles Cosmo, for those who don't know, is now an attorney. Pretty big attorney, like you know, he's a professor and he's like a pretty recognized attorney. And you look him up, like his face, he just like he looks like a very serious guy. And he looks like after you watch him in this movie, it must be funny for his law students. Um, then you have Lauren Ambrose, who's in Servant. John, you haven't seen Servant, but she's great in Servant. She plays the the be Seth Green's first best friend. And she's great in Servant. She's great in this too. I yeah, think. Yeah, she was but actually she, really good in this. She was really good in this. She's a great actress. They made, they did her best to make her look like she was like one of those like, um, like hidden beauties. Like her beauty yeah. was in her heart because she's not a beautiful woman by principle. I guess that was what they were going for an idea very common in that era. You know, with like shallow howl and those kinds of movies. She's all that. Um, where glasses on, right. glasses off. Exactly. The Princess Diaries. All of those. Yeah. And and but she's actually you know a great actor is a very beautiful woman and she's a great in servant if you guys want to check that out eventually we'll get to it in this show uh, and then you got Peter Faccinelli um, or Faccinelli I don't know how pronounce his name he's the jock he's the cool guy so he I thought it was he was from uh, Toxic he wasn't from there he, he was in Twilight and he was in a show called Fast Lane in um, oh my god I remember Fox. that that was a Fox yeah. show yeah. Okay, you, you have to see this poster that I found. <laughs> With show. Tiffany Amber Thiessen. I totally <laughs> remember this. It lasted like one season. It lasted like one season. It was like ridiculous, but I didn't remember how. Look at this show. Like, look at the poster. What's up with the guy on the left? Like, kind of like his his coat is half open, like showing some. I think that there. this was like this show was on the heels of Fast and the, Fast Furious. And the Furious for yeah. sure. It was on the heels of Fast and the Furious, and then you have P Peter, what's his face, like grabbing his bum, and then uh, Tiffany Amber just not knowing what to do with her yeah. pants. So she's kind of like, I guess she's touching her pants. I don't. No pockets because <laughs> they're like the lowest rise jeans ever. Like. 
back when there were no pockets in jeans. Yeah. I'd yeah. love to, if we could find the show, John, if we find it, if I find it, we, would you watch the whole season? Yeah, I'll, I will watch a season. <laughs> it's only one. It's only one. I looked it up. It's only okay. One. I will watch it. a season if it's less than 15 episodes. No, no, it's, it's old timey. It's like 24, 25. Oh, Maybe. We'll think about it. We'll think it about looks, it. Look at this poster, John. We it looks so horrible. This this it looks perfect. so horrible. <laughs> I'm going to look it up and see where I can find it. But this show is just... Uh, I remember it, it used to play like right before or right after Smallville, which was my favorite show back then. Um, but anyway, look at that beauty one more time before we say goodbye. If you're listening to this on Spotify, go on YouTube or, or go on IMDb. Look fast lane up. Uh, Peter Facinelli and Tiffany Ambertison and the other guy who probably, you know, we don't yeah, know who he is. Yeah, I can't remember um, and just look at this poster because this is just like, it's the early 2000s in one picture. It's amazing. I mean, he's even wearing the Vin Diesel tank top, right? Uh, yeah, the, the, is. That, the Maybe that's tank. why he's... Hang on, with the cross. With the cross, with the, the Vin cross. Diesel cross, too. <laughs> it's fucking like that. And of course, Peter What's-His-Face is playing Paul Walker. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, 100%. And I think that they were cops too. Honestly, I think that that yeah, was the yeah, premise of the show. Yeah, they were cops specialized yeah. in car stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah. It was a cool looking show for the era, but kind of obnoxious. Anyway, okay, that guy. Then of course Seth Green, and then Freddy Freddy Rodriguez, who you might remember, he was in Grindhouse and the yeah. Planet Terror segment. He was great in that. Yeah, he, he was, was great in that. He was funny in this. He had a couple of funny lines. He was funny in this. Then uh, so, Donald. Sh- yeah. Yeah. I was going to say also, like, there's a lot. If you go on IMDb, real quick, uh, just to plug this, go on IMDb and look up the names of the characters. Like, so they don't actually name the characters in this movie. So, the girl whose party it is (laughs) Jock number one, Jock number two, Jock number three, exchange student. Like, they just. That's how little plot there is to this movie is they didn't even bother naming people who literally had like 10 minutes of screen time, but yeah. you never know their names. Never, never. There's like, yeah, they are important characters like Freddy, Freddy Rodriguez. Does he, have, does he have a name? Freddy Rodriguez? No, Jock three. Jock three. He has, he has a role. Like he has like, yeah, He's girlfriend important. who you the meet. The girlfriend storyline. We'll get Which, to that. But yeah, we yeah. need to get to the girlfriend because I mean, like that was like all of these people from this era, like Sean Patrick Thomas. I don't know if you you noticed he was in it as he's jock number two. He's in Halloween. He's in Cruel Intentions. I think he was in Save the Last Dance, which was a big movie of that era. If I'm right, I'm, oh, I, need I, to, I didn't have him on the list. I, I didn't know his face. I didn't. Oh yeah, him. he's like he's also famous. So like for Cruel Intentions, which was a little bit later, but yeah, Save the Last Dance. <laughs> I was right. So this dude is actually famous. You know what he is in this movie? Jock number two. <laughs> John, it's been 15 minutes and we just go over the cast, but this is too much fun. Especially because we won't say much about the next one. I think the next one. Yeah, it'll it'll speak for it'll itself. Speak to say whatever. The least. Yeah. All right. Okay. So we got Donald Faison. I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name right, but he was in Scrubs, Clueless, yeah. Remember the Titans. Oh, he doesn't even band. have a name in this movie either. Of course not. He's guy in yeah. band, probably. Mm-hmm. And then Jason Siegel from How I Met Your Mother. He's probably the most famous of this bunch. I don't know what he's doing now, probably living off of you know his residuals but like 
he's in it for a second eating uh he's stoned uh, a watermelon, watermelon. <laughs> he's not eating a water let's correct this he's not eating a watermelon he's licking the center of the watermelon and you can tell that they shot this enough or that he was just stoned enough in real life that there's like a divot out of the middle of the watermelon that he's sitting there licking so like <laughs> i believe the name of the character prove me wrong if i'm wrong but um i think his guy with watermelon Oh my God! I'm looking. I'm looking now. Okay, you I'm can continue sure on. I'm pretty sure it's the guy with watermelon. And then we got Clea Duvall, which you, I'm sure you've seen her in movies. It's like, oh yeah, I know you. She was in Argo. She was in John Carpenter's Ghosts of Mar Ghosts of Mars. Did you see it? No. Well, that that's a very very bad John Carpenter movie um, that I'd love to review here because I watched it in theaters. I remember my mom being like, "What the hell are we watching?" I mean, the movie's called Ghosts of Mars. And it's about zombies in Mars. So it, it tells you all you need to know. It's like true B-movie. Ice Cube is in it. It's kind of fun. All right, then I need to see it. Yeah, um, we should watch it. Uh, actually, next week, John Carpenter, double, double feature. Escape from New York and Ghosts of Mars. There you go. Um, we'll talk about it later. But yeah. <laughs> then we got Selma Blair, which I'm sure you've seen her. I think she was in the OJ show. She was in Hellboy. Cruel Intentions, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. Like she was in several things. Then Brecken Mayer, who you know from Garfield, remember he played uh uh what's the guy's name in Garfield? Um, oh God. Oh well, God. the guy who's not a cat or a dog. Um, and then uh Jerry O'Connell, who you might know from Scream 2, he played uh uh <laughs> remember? Wasn't he um, in like Goonies or something? Like that's where he's really famous from. I don't think he was in Goonies, but he wasn't a child in the movie with children. Maybe he was St Stand By Me, maybe? Maybe, yeah. I know he was in... Uh, he was yeah. also in Piranha, and I was watching... Um, anyway, this is just a roll call. And then last, but definitely not least, the one I was the most surprised by, Melissa Joan Hart. Sabrina herself shows up asking people oh, to yeah. sign her year sign, she's yearbook. She is yearbook girl, by the way. That's her <laughs> title. Also, she's not even credited. She she's sort of credited as yearbook girl. Um, also, you for you miss Jamie Presley is in this movie. Who's Jamie like, Presley? Um, she was in like My Name Is Earl. Uh, she was in a bunch of stuff. She was like really big in the early two thousand. Oh God, yes, she was in um the, the video game movie, that really bad video game movie. What's the oh name? uh Dead Alive? No, um, no Dead or Alive. Dead or Dead Alive. alive. Yes. Yeah, Dead or Alive. Right, that's right. Yeah. She was one of the girlfriends. She was and, girlfriend yeah, number she's three. girlfriend number one. I mean, I can't make this up. So, like, if, if you are on Spotify or you're just watching us, like, please just jump over to IMDb, look at it real quick, and just look like guitar player. Uh, Donald Fessian is drummer. Like, Wait, okay. They, there's a lady named. There's beer Re drinker. Ready to have sex girl. Yes. <laughs> yeah, ready to have. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jason Siegel is watermelon guy. He is watermelon guy. guy. There you go. I, I mean, mean so this movie. The, the reason that I, I really think that we should bring this, all of these names up, is one, it's a huge list of actors that have been in a it's lot massive, of stuff. Massive, massive people that were in other things, and you're like, what happened? Like, where'd you come from? Yeah. And then you're like, they cared so little about the plot that they only gave like five characters' names. Yeah. Like, that's it. And you only yeah. know these like five characters. Um, yes. Well, there's somebody. There's some guys that have names in Wikipedia, but they're X File number one and X File number two. 
Yeah, so uh, those are the guys that were on the roof that, like, jump him and then take the bad photos of him and Mike at the end of the movie. And that's all based on the guys from the X-Files. Yeah, but they were from X-Files. Like, in the X-Files show, they were the skeptical guys that were friends of Mulder. Anyway, if you haven't watched all of X-Files, you and I have to talk. So anyway, (laughs) oh my God. Yeah, so anyway, this movie is packed with people that you know. But you don't know because they won an Oscar or yeah. because they they are in you know Mar in the Marvel Cinematic Universe as a big character or in Star Wars. No, they're just guys. You're like, oh, that guy, right? And, yeah. And and it, it it was just surprising. I really wanted to go through it, and you found even more guys, which is amazing. <laughs> um, but let's <laughs> let's move this on because we're gonna be here for three hours talking about the cast, the storylines. Okay, you want to talk about uh, Charlie Cosmo, um. The, the guy from Hook. And so his plan... Well, you you say his plan. Yeah, he, uh, yeah I'm, I'm the best at summing up plots in horrible ways. His plan <laughs> is yes. to not get drunk, but only drink enough to get everybody to like know him, I guess. I don't know. And then he goes in... I don't think he wanted to drink. I think he just... No, he had the card, and he was like, I can stay sober if I stay under drinking this amount. Oh, so that's like, true, that's true. Yeah, that's true, that's he, true. he knew he needed to sneak He's in. He's the big cool. nerd. He's the big nerd. Yeah. Valedictorian, all of these yeah. things. He was bullied his whole life. The, Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So he's going to sneak in and get Mike, the jock, to come out back behind the pool house, which is really just a shed. And then he has <laughs> the dudes from the X-Files, which aren't actually from the X-Files. It's just the yeah. 90s, and that was like the biggest name show at the time. So they made these nerds like that. And they are going to jump off, chloroform them with chloroform that they made, and take uh, posed photos. Strip them. Strip them them naked. And take posed photos of them in compromising positions, which is like such a 90s, like, there's a lot of word usage that we definitely wouldn't use in movies today in this movie. Um, And like things that we wouldn't make fun of today just because of like the climate. So no, I mean for sure. Yeah. So, and then they're going to take photos, and they're going to humiliate. They're going to humiliate them for for this, right? So like the jock is going to be taking compromising photos with another jock, and and naked, naked, like, like haha, you're gay. And and it wasn't just naked. They like chained them up. They got lube. They got like I don't know what the <laughs> snowball like uh like hostess cakes that you eat like. Those were there. I mean, I don't know why. And then, like, yeah. a bunch of comments. So, but anyway, so this guy, Corsmo, whose name in the movie is, what's his name in the movie? William. Mm-hmm. Uh, ends up getting drunk and becoming the heart of the party. And he has a really great, really, really great moment where he sings Guns N' Roses, Paradise City. Yeah. Like, fantastic. Like, to the actor, that was just like, he was what, eighteen years old, seventeen yeah. years old. Like he's he's probably the youngest guy in the cast because he had done Hook a couple of years before this, and he was really young in that. Um, so so you know, hats off for that guy. But what's what I found weird about that storyline is that it ultimately, so th- things go wrong, and they end up taking the naked pictures of William the nerd with the jock, right? Um, who at that point have become sort of like bonded because they like the jock realizes what it's like to be bullied, right? And he's yeah. like, okay, 
you know, I won't bully people anymore because now I'm going through my... He has a pretty good arc where he, like, you know, he's a, he's a dick. He doesn't like anybody. He's a dick, a really, really unlikable guy towards his ex-girlfriend, who was Jennifer Love Hewitt. And then he kind of, like, realizes, hey, I won't be the bully anymore because I see what it's like to be bullied. And he's bullied by the whole party. So, and, and then it take, the movie takes to the extreme by having the picture of both of them naked together being the nerd with a jock. Right. Yeah. But then, spoiler alert again, but in the last scene, the jock is back to being a dick. Yeah. He, it's he, like, what? They just, they they have no just, character develop like no, arcs, no, they no do. They get they have the arc. Well, they take it there, but then they just don't. But then they just it. put it back and just like, yeah. put it back because he's a dick again to him. And it's like, what? And then like, they do also, like the little outros at the end, and it's like <clears throat> yes, and they, they, he gets they, they, he loses his scholarship, and he just fails something in Harvard. I don't remember what it yeah, is. Yeah, he's like a billionaire, and like right, right, right. and you're like, oh, okay, so his, his life ended up working out. So I guess the movie is against jocks, but pro nerds. But I don't know why they did that in the end. It was weird. It just didn't didn't come together. For it me. didn't. Yeah, it didn't gel together at all. It, it kind of like I don't know. That that scene was, or that whole like plot point was just kind of wasted. I feel like. Yeah, yeah, I and mean, it was probably the most compelling of the whole story because, I mean, let's get to uh, well, the Seth other Green. Well, yeah. Seth Green. I think that was the most compelling, probably, because Seth Green is just horny, incredibly horny. He has a bag yep. with Kama Sutra products or something ready for whoever he sleeps yeah. with that night. And, and, then, and candles and lube and a Karma Sutra book and like feather, like literally, like he walked into a sex shop and bought everything possible everything. and like outfit it in a book bag, right? And he carries it around like a like a true true creep creep. And then he has a, a lady that's willing to have sex with him because she just broke up with her boyfriend, and she says, "I'm gonna have sex with the first guy that shows up in front of me." And, and then that guy said green. Yes, and then and, and then. And then, so for, for, because of, I mean, we're just telling the whole plot, but these things have to be said. He ends up in, locked in a bathroom with um, Lauren Ambrose, who's, um, Denise. Uh, Denise, uh, who's like, is, is annoyed because she's best friends with a guy who wants to uh, uh, date Jennifer Love Hewitt. Um, and they end up making a pretty great bond. I thought they had a few good scenes of them, like, kind of like bonding. Yeah, because they were friends, just a little backstory. They were friends when they were growing up, and then yeah. he got too cool for her, and he actually isn't cool at all. He just wants Not to be all. cool. Um, he's wearing, like, Jinkos and, like, all the, like, super typical Don't late 90s much. stuff. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, so... Goggles. He's wearing yeah, goggles. Yeah, Jinkos, the whole nine. Yeah. And but the anyway, goggles here all the time. I mean, just... Yeah, he keeps acting like a moron. Mind. So the problem yeah. is, though, is that he just keeps acting like a moron, and she's like... They, like, break up and get back together, like, three times in, like, a ten-minute span. Which is where, where the movie goes back. Like, the movie has moments... If I could describe it, it's like the, the movie has moments of true inspiration. Like, it has moments of, I feel like they bonded well, and then they, mm -hmm. you know, they have sex. And they're like, you know, like, okay, I understand you. I was being a moron. Seth Green stops doing the problematic thing he was doing for the first half of the movie. Like, they get to that point... But then they just take it way back when they're like, oh, well, sex wasn't that good, you know. And then, well, and then sex she's, for her wasn't that good. Yeah, it's, for it's her. And then she's kind of disgusted by him. And it's just like, why do you have to walk it back? Like, 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 
they have moments, but then in the end, they just walk it back and yeah. then they just make the relationship. Like in the title card in the end, it's just like, oh, well, uh, you know, they, they had sex, you know, right after breaking but yeah, up. They broke up. And then they get, then they had sex and got back together. They broke up, like, yeah, yeah. And sex wasn't the base of the relationship. I, sex I wasn't the, the base of this movie, like, really at all. This isn't American Pie where it's five horny guys trying to get laid yeah, before it's prom. Not. Yeah, um, it's not. It ends up being about the characters, but they don't yeah. commit. And then I guess somebody like probably in test audiences were like, "Oh, this is not so funny for a fifteen-year-old. Why not have you know more jokes about sex and more plot points about sex?" And it's just like insert all this. It just it they, they cannot. They, I was liking the movie until the end. Yeah, I mean, it could have there. There were definitely things that I could have gone without, but like I have, I always take this stuff in context of like it was made in nineteen ninety-eight. Um, yeah, but so was the Matrix, you know. Like, I mean, sorry, American Pie was ninety nine, and American Pie holds up much better than this does. To be completely honest, I so you know I've watched like all of these like raunchy comedy. I wouldn't even classify this as a raunchy comedy from like the late nineties. I would, I, I wouldn't. I would just classify this as like a nineties, just like teen coming of age comedy. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, and look, I had fun with it. I was never, I watched it, I started watching like at 11 p.m., fully expecting to watch 30 minutes or 20 minutes and be completely, and I watched the whole thing. I watched the whole thing. And and I, I mean, I didn't love it, but I, I was entertained by it. I can see why Dives is so nostalgic about it. I can see why it feels like a movie that you watch when you're younger. If you I, I think if I would have watched it when I was growing up, maybe I'd be nostalgia. Well, like you are for American now. Pie, because I have to be honest, the other day, I've never seen American Pie. And the other day I started watching it, I couldn't get through it. I thought it was too stupid. Yeah, it's. I, I mean, I that's the whole point of the movie. Right, but you have the nostalgic factor. Yeah, I, I mean, I watched it, like, you know, growing up, so. Right, so I'd never seen it. Well, maybe if I'd seen it when I was 15, like, yeah. you know, I would have I would have liked it more. And I think that's the problem with this movie. But other than, I mean, it's decent. It, it could have been better. Um I heard that I read that that uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt has said that she would like to make a sequel, um, How? I like don't a reunion it. twenty years later or something. I mean, maybe she needs some work. I think, but we'll <laughs> no, talk she, about. Appear, yeah, well, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Well, let, let's let's hold off on Jennifer Love Hewitt because we the love next her. Movie. No, yeah. no Jennifer Love Hewitt slander in this, this podcast. But um, anyway, I mean, I think we just went through all the points. So. Um, yeah, there's not really much it? left to your imagination at this point yeah, after this. Yeah, we just spoil the whole we thing. We just spoil the whole thing. But this is a spoiler full review. Uh, I mean, if you watched it growing up, maybe go back and rewatch it and see if you still love it. Um, personally, like, uh, I probably won't watch it again. It's it's free to stream on Prime, I think. I think it's where Prime. we watched it. Yeah. Prime. Prime. So I always like to plug that. So yeah, it was free on Prime. If you want to go watch it, go watch it. It's not like a a show that I would say you, or a movie you would have to watch. It's not on my like must watch list. Definitely not. Definitely not. Um, but it's it's all right. I mean, you you're gonna have a competent time. I had a couple good laughs. I mean, or or just you look up on YouTube and see if they have the scene of Charles Corsmo dancing to Paradise City. Yeah, that's probably because enough. I, that's that's a great scene. Like I, I thought he was great in that scene. Like yeah. great physical comedy. Um, but John, it's time to move on because. Um, but just remember, fast lane. <laughs> Before we move on, um, 
All right, John, let's just move on because we, we could talk about 20 minutes more about these cameos, but I think in the interest of, um, you know, not being insane, uh, let's just move on. We're going to talk about The Tuxedo, um, which is a movie uh, from the year 2002. Um, it stars uh, Jackie Chan and our favorite, uh, a, a favorite of the show, Jennifer Love Hewitt, um, who I'm sure it's watching this. Hi, Jennifer, right? She's our friend. Yeah, sure. I mean, <laughs> do like, you want, I mean, I can, my movies. <laughs> yeah, I could totally sum up this movie. This is a, yes, please, this, please. yeah. All right, here we go. So the sum of this movie is Jackie Chan is a driver in New York. He's like a badass in the CSA, which is like supposed to be the CIA. Yeah, why didn't you just call it the CIA? I, I don't know. I, I have no clue. <laughs> okay, because well, then it wouldn't make sense to have a British guy be the main guy. Anyway, he's a driver. Funny. The guy that he's uh, driving around gets hurt. So he decides to take over his tuxedo for whatever reason. It's a very special tuxedo. It can make you do kung fu. And then, Not like, only kung fu, it can make you do anything you want. Oh, yeah. It has like sticky hands in it. It makes him like light cigarettes. It's like a. Or, right. or put together a rifle. Yeah. It, it is uh, <laughs> Inspector Gadget, but dumb. Okay, like it, it is. It's like I, I wouldn't. I, I'm not going to ruin this movie too much more. But that's the premise of the movie. He gets a tuxedo, and he's a secret agent fighting the world from water. A water that makes you dehydrated. Uh, dehydrate to death. Which honestly sounds a lot like the dumb plot point from a movie we watched a long time ago, The Avengers, where it's like he controls the weather. <laughs> the weather. Like, this guy controls bugs that then put bacteria in water that makes you dehydrated. And he's the only one with the cure for the dehydrating water. Yes. That I think I summed it up. It's a terrible movie. It's bad. It's a, it's a very, very bad movie. You know, I, I thought of it when I was reviewing Shang-Chi because I, I remembered good fight scenes and I was just like, well, I guess because the Shang-Chi fight scenes are kind of like, you know, a bit sped up and a bit outrageous and you can see there's some wire work, you know, they're not like the raid or the yeah. matrix or, you know, you can see like, you know, they're a bit more, more extreme. So I thought of the tuxedo because it has the element of the, the CGI to expand the show. Um, I don't think I watched this movie. I think I was thinking of another Jackie Chan movie because I'd never seen this. Jackie movie. Chan is let, let's clear this up. Jackie Chan has made some of like my all time favorite movies, especially yeah, yeah, when he's you're talking great. about action movies. Um, this is definitely like not one of them or anything that you should watch. And you can even tell that like this is a movie where he did his own stunts, but there's so much CG and crap in the movie that he couldn't even do his own stunts. Which is why you watch a Jackie Chan movie. Let's be completely honest. You're watching yeah. it for like the world's most insane stunts from probably the best stuntman in history. Yeah. Like, and this movie just takes anything that would be cool that Jackie Chan could do for it and it just craps all over and it makes it just horrible. Like, wow. you, you can usually, like with kung fu movies and stuff, you can usually just kind of like dismiss the plot in a lot of cases. Like, it doesn't mm -hmm. need to be. Uh, but in this, you can't. Because everything out like the kung fu, the action sequences suck. So uh, I, the I action guess. sequences are bad. There's some car chases; they're bad. Mm -hmm. um, then they have Jason Isaacs like playing like the cool guy. I guess he's playing like a James Bond kind of guy because he wears the suits, he has the cars. But 
Jason, he's out of the movie. I mean, spoilers, but whatever. You're not gonna watch this. Don't don't wait. Your time yeah, don't this like. Just go watch. Go watch Legend of Drunken Master. Like you want to go watch. You want to go watch a Jackie Chan movie? Go watch that. Right. Like go watch like what I would consider my favorite Jackie Chan movie. Don't go. There's, there's so many. Yeah. This. There's so many other things you can. Or a fighting movie. You know. Go watch Shang Chi. You know. Yeah. Whatever. Like the go Matrix. watch. Go watch Samurai Cop. Go watch Correct. Samurai Cop. Um, Correct. It it just the fight choreography is just not great, and it's not Jackie Chan's best. And you can tell this this was right around the same time he did like uh what was it Shanghai Noon I think or, or something Shanghai like that. Noon I think it was a year after a year before yeah yeah which was a better movie than this. <coughs> the I Medallion. Mean, yeah, um, you know, there, there's. A I lot. think that's the one I watched. Although I think that one's not good either. I don't. Know. I mean. There's Rush Hour, you know. I mean, there are a lot of good Jackie Chan movies that you can watch. This is just not one of them. Um, but what about our girl Jennifer? I mean, that she can't save this. No, nothing could save this movie. Um, I mean, they literally like take her to the extreme of just like her only skill is that she can be attractive basically throughout the entire movie. Like they try to make her a scientist, but this is like Denise Richards in what is it? The world is which one is that? When Denise the Richards is a Bond enough. girl. Yeah. Noselander for The World is Not Enough in this show. I know, I know. But it's like she's a nuclear scientist in that. Like she's supposed to be like this very, very intelligent woman, but the only thing that she has is her sex appeal. Um But it's it's weird because no, I mean, she gets the job because she's able to identify that there's a chemical Yeah, you know, an unknown chemical yeah right so she's like a lab person like a technician so they're yeah. like okay great now you're a secret agent yeah. <laughs> what you're the partner of this other secret agent who's supposed to be jason isaacs but it's jackie chan and and jackie chan could have just said yeah he gave me his tuxedo like like the guy yeah. tells him hey jackie chan like what's his name um tong I think his name oh, is uh, James Tong. James they, Tong. They even make a ripoff of James Bond. <clears throat> James Bond. He's yeah, like Tong, yeah. James Tong. Yeah. And it's um like he gives him the tuxedo. He didn't try to steal it. You know, it was yeah. It, it was it was weird. And the weirdest part, John. I mean, I really wanted to get into this, but the ending where so Jackie Chan really wants to uh, meet and 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 date this lady who's in an art exhibit. And he keeps trying to do it, but he can't do it because he's too nerdy. Yeah. And then in the end, the CSA, the entire CSA apparently helps him get the state. And she tells because he saves the world. And she tells him to go to hell, right? So yeah. then he's almost like a rebound. He's like, Oh, well, I guess I'll date you, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Which they have like no I I don't want to say they have no orange screen chemistry. But they, like they, sort of they don't have romantic. They, they have like a playful, like I'm best friends, not a yep. romantic interest interest chemistry. Also, he's visibly older than her. Oh my god, she's she. This movie only came out like four years after Can't Hardly Wait. She's like 24, 25, and he's 24, like 20, this is at near the end of his career. Yeah, I yeah, mean, fifty or so. Like. Yeah, yeah, it's it's odd and 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 awkward when they like end up together. It feels like it was a product of a rewrite, you know. It feels like somebody was like, "Hey, why didn't he get the girl?" And it's like, yeah. "Well, because we set up that he was going to end up with the other lady." Uh, 
this movie was frustrating. I did not enjoy it. I, I, I looked at my phone for a bit, like, you know, right before the third act, I was just like, I'm not into this. Like, I'm, I don't want to. Yeah. I just, it was very difficult to pay attention to, to be. Yeah. Just, it wasn't good. It wasn't. Good. And then they, that's the verdict. That's not good. That's the verdict. Like, just not good. Don't watch it. There are other fighting films. There are other Jackie Chan films. I don't know if there are other Jennifer Love Hewitt films. This <laughs> kind of. I think this was kind of like when things just kind of started to not go so well for her career. In well, the when, nicest when way did they ever it. go well? When when what what was the Jennifer Love Hewitt moment? I know what you did last summer was pretty big. She was oh, in that's party. Right. Of, she was in party of five, right? Um, I'm trying to think. She was I in mean, Garfield with Breck and Mayer. I mean, her big time was the '90s. Like that she, was. I'm looking at her. Um, yeah, IMDb. she's never had like. She's never had like. A, I mean, Party of Five like, was the big thing for her. That was really Party of Five. She, yeah, she was yeah. like a child star. She was like a teenager when Party of Five was out. And then I know what you did last summer. Yeah. So um, I mean, yeah, party of five, yeah, which I've and then, never seen. And then this, and then it just kind of—I mean, she was always like the really like she was in like music videos and stuff like that. I mean, she never was like huge, right? Uh, yeah, and she's but then you doing... see this movie, and it just kind of like uh, she's she's as good as she can be in this. Nobody could have saved this. Like Meryl Streep would not be able to save this. Like nobody. No. But she's not too bad. Like she's. It's all right. It's always Jackie Chan. Like they do their best, but this is just a terrible movie. Yeah, I mean, it's just um, it's just very bad. Um, all right. Well, uh, John, that's it because we're at forty minutes, and I don't know. What, I don't want to talk about. It. It's just making me cringe to talk about the tuxedo more. I'm so glad we were all called all the guys in. Uh, <laughs> in, in I mean, look, can't hardly wait. It, it can't hardly wait has a a long studded cast, whereas the tuxedo has two people that the movie just can't. They would never be able to save it. Correct. It has Peter Stormare, which I usually like in most things that he does, but here he's just like, nah. Yeah, nothing here was good. But yeah. don't forget. We're starting tonight is the new Ted Lasso weekly podcast. So make sure you like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe and and and, and just wait 15 minutes. Um, and if you wanna call if you wanna join us to talk Ted Lasso, it'll be right here in the same channel. Um, or you know, wherever. And we will see you there. Um I anticipate it not being a very long discussion. Hopefully, John, I'm against having discussions that are longer than the episodes. Um, all right. Well, uh, this is an inspection. Like and subscribe. Uh, and we will see you next week. And I'm not ready to close. John, say something. Thanks, everybody. And oh, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Did he get it? Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Thank you.